For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Larry Hughes is going to pop out and get the ball. Jordan's going to rub his man off of Leitner and then cut down the center and gets a nice pass from Larry Hughes. Hello, Wizards fans. Welcome to another Believe in Wizards podcast. As always, I'm your host, Matt Moderno. I think we've got a great episode for you here today. We've got Jordan Goodwin of the Capital City Go-Go. He also played a couple games for the Wizards this year. He's one of the stars of of the Go-Go team. They made it to the second round of the G League playoffs, had a really good season, and Jordan had a lot to do with that. So we're going to hear about his season, what it was like, you know, as a rookie in the G League, basically, and what his relationship is like with the overall Wizards organization, what he learned, what he would tell other G League players, all that kind of good stuff. So I think this will be really interesting for anybody that's kind of interested in the inner workings of, of basketball and some of the stuff that happens behind the scenes that we're kind of less familiar with. So stay tuned for that before we get started. Just like to say thanks to everybody who's been supporting the show. We've gotten a lot of really good response to last week's episode that Kevin Broom and I did about the uh, lottery prospects that might be in the Wizards range. The NBA draft lottery is coming up on the 17th. So we'll have some more content for you there. But I think so far we've had a lot of good stuff to talk about just to get us ready for next season. I think there's some hope again with the fan base that, you know, with a good draft pick with Porzingis and Beal together, another year of Kuzma and some periphery moves. I think, you know, hopefully people are looking forward to next season. I know I am. Maybe Jordan Goodwin is one of those people who can help next season off the bench. There'll definitely be a need for a couple more guards. Uh, you know, who knows if Ishmith will be back. Uh, Howell Neto seems likely to be gone. There's some reporting that Tomas Sadoransky could be headed back to Spain. So, you know, we'll see how that shakes out. As always, please remember to rate, review, subscribe. We really appreciate those things. Positive ratings encourage other people to listen to the show. It allows us to keep doing this and uh, promote the, the show to a bigger and wider audiences. That allows us to get better guests, all that good stuff. So it really helps us out. Appreciate uh, all the people that have done that so far. Before we get started, just a word from one of our sponsors, Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online can be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA and NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and even next season NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code Believe, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Now let's just get to my conversation with Jordan. Pleased to be joined by Capital City Go-Go guard, Jordan Goodwin. Jordan, how are you doing? Doing pretty good. Just start out, I guess. How was your first year as a professional basketball player? Uh, year one, uh, first of all, I'm blessed uh, just to get through the year without any injuries. So, uh, uh, And also had opportunity to play every single game, to miss a game this year. So that's also pretty big. So I just want to say I'm grateful for that. Uh, but as far as on the court, uh, things started off pretty good. 
uh, a lot of ups and downs when it comes to uh, being a professional basketball player, uh, things on and off the court that uh, I didn't understand or I didn't know until I actually got into the situation. Uh, mm-hmm. So just having just having guys you can like vets, like those guys mean so much to, to the young guys, being able to talk to them, uh, just ask questions to see how they do things differently. And uh, being with the Capital City Go-Go uh, and having an opportunity to be in the same uh, – the same practice facility as the Wizards and also the Mystics. It gave me an opportunity just to go ask questions and talk to a lot of the people around the uh, facility to get uh, to help me out for my first year. Jordan, you got a future as a podcaster, man, because you're literally just like ticking things off my list of questions to ask you about <laughs> as we go here in, in in the first answer. Let's um, let's take one of those things there. How big of an advantage is it to be like you said under the same roof there? Like, do you get time? you know, around Wizards players to pick their brain, the Wizards coaching staff, front office, those kinds of things. Like, do you have more interaction with them than you would if, you know, the team was in like Des Moines, Iowa or something? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, every time you walk in the gym, uh, almost any given day, if the Wizards not on the road or anything, they're most likely in the gym. So we, we all got to walk through. We got to walk through the Wizards side to get to our side. Mm-hmm. So you definitely see everybody. Uh, we practice on that same court. Uh, so the GMs, the players, everybody, they get done practicing and they're uh, taking care of their bodies so they're watching us practice. So it's like we get like basically anytime we're in the gym, we have like an NBA team watching us. So we also get the opportunity and practice every day to get seen. Is there uh, anybody particular on on the Wizards that you've been able to go to and, and get, um, you know, advice from or, or anything like that? Just uh, a lot of guys. Uh, Early in the year, I was talking to Bradley Bill a lot, mm-hmm. uh, just knowing what to expect and things like that. Just telling me to be myself. Uh, KCP, mm-hmm. also a really good dude. He done a, he's, he's done a really good job by me just by being a great person, being a great friend, and uh, just talking to me. Um, we also got guys like Kyle Kuz, really cool dude. That he basically he does, he does the same thing. Cool dude, helped me out, talked to me, good person on and off the court. And, uh, and they all understand. They understand the position I'm in. They understand where I'm trying to go and the things that I'm trying to complete. So uh, it kind of just work hands in hand with each other. Uh, how about Wes Unseld? Do you get to, you know, chat with him or check in with him at all or get any advice from oh, him? Along uh, most like Coach Wes, he's probably up there in his office. When he come down, uh, yeah, when he come down and get some ear or something like that, and I see him, me and Coach Wes have a few words all the time. Uh, Coach Wes is a really good dude. Really good dude. Uh, really good coach, actually, too. Uh, definitely a people person. So, uh, yeah, me and Coach West got a, a good relationship as well. I remember when we talked in Summer League and you said he kind of came in right away and was immediately, like, you know, pointing stuff out to people and, and kind of, like, coaching everybody up, like, right out of the gate. So, I think that's really cool for for fans to hear about, too, that he's involved with, with you guys as well. Yeah, definitely involved. Uh, you mentioned having a vet on the team there. You know, one of the comments I've seen – from people, like if I post something about, you know, the team and how it's going for you guys, I get like, well, why are they using a spot on somebody like Greg Monroe that's older and they can't still develop? I, I got to think he's a huge resource for you guys to be able to oh, have well, like in the locker room every day. Uh, Greg, first of all, Greg Monroe is definitely the probably one of the best vets for me this year. Uh, just having him in our locker room, uh, like forget the basketball, forget everything else. Just having somebody like that in the locker room that played in the NBA, played overseas. My dude got so much knowledge. So just having an opportunity to be there with him for a whole year, uh, talk to him, 
uh, about about basketball. And most of the time, you don't got to talk to him about basketball because he's going to talk to you about it. Uh, so that's one thing I like about Greg Monroe. He's going to tell you about yourself. He's going to tell you the good. And one thing I do like about him, he's going to tell you the bad. And I feel like that's one thing that he really helped me out this year with was telling me when I was playing bad to pick it up. Uh, always reminding us that people watching, mm-hmm. like it's another opportunity. Every practice is an opportunity. So just having him just keep us focused is just huge for our season. I'm, I, I honestly think that's why we were so successful when he came to the team. He kind of changed our whole like demeanor of things. I, I've tried to like relay this for fans, but it'll mean more coming from you. But when I sat like right on the court for a couple games, Greg is calling everything out. He's pointing stuff out to people during the play. Like he's kind of quarterbacking stuff um, from the center position. Is is that an accurate representation? Yeah, most definitely. He knows everything. He knows everything that's going on. Like I say, he played a game for so long and uh, just being a big and just doing his job. You always talking and, and the more you talk, you help out the guard, help out everybody. So, and he also watched all the film. Uh, that's one thing he did. Uh, in the G League, he's watching the family in the G League, not in the NBA. So mm-hmm. that just shows how locked in he was on himself, too. Pivoting to your coach, Mike Williams. Uh, first of all, he he seems just like a really good dude to be around, which I got to think helps a lot, too. But everybody's talked about his age. He is 25 years old. Like, what's that like to have a professional coach that you guys are like almost, you know, around the same? You're in the same age group, at least. Honestly, you really don't think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and just how... Uh, Cause Mike carries himself like you really don't know he's twenty five years old. He acts like he's an old man already. Uh, so yeah, he really doesn't act like he's a, he's a young coach. And I mean, it was it was pretty easy. It was pretty easy following him and leading him. The uh, game, I trust. Talk to him like 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 you said before. Awesome people, people person. Uh, I don't think nobody has. I don't think anybody in the world could hate Coach Mike. So <laughs> that's one thing. But as far as a coach, he he definitely came a long way. From game one all the way to the end of the season, you can, you can kind of tell he was basically all rookies out there at one point uh, in that first game. So down the season, he definitely picked it up and won a lot of games for us, changing things offensively, putting in new plays, getting guys good looks, and also just making sure that we're locked in. I, like I said, him and Greg Monroe did a great job of that. Just making sure we was all locked in. You mentioned like gaining your trust. I mean, is is there some benefit to him? Like you know, he acts older, but he kind of can relate to where you're coming from maybe more than like a 55 year old man can like, does that help at all? Kind of from like oh, a yeah. translation standpoint. Yeah. No, it definitely does. It definitely does. Especially when you're going to bench and stuff like that. Say you're missing a couple shots and he'll tell you like, come on, man, just make a couple shots. It comes off different when, when he, when he tells it to you. Yeah. Cause like, like you say, he's younger. So you kind of like, okay, all right. Is everything on PR? It's cool. Well, first of all, you had a really good season as a team from an outsider perspective. Did you appreciate you, it? For for anybody that isn't as familiar, you guys lost a nail biter in the second round of the playoffs to a really good Raptors nine to five team. Did you guys consider that a successful season? You know, from a team perspective, uh, not really. We lost. We definitely thought we was a, we, we had a team to actually go all the way, <laughs> go all the way down there and do it. But yeah, it was kind of it was kind of let down towards the end because we lost. But uh, this team came a long way, man. A long way. Uh, I remember our first scrimmage against Delaware. Delaware probably beat us by 80 points almost. So, like I said, this team came a long way. So, it's definitely a lot of success, but losing at the end, definitely, uh, it hurts. It hurts. So, it kind of was a letdown, but it was also a good year. You particularly balled out in the playoffs. Um, 30 point per game between the two playoff games, about six rebounds, eight assists, shot a pretty good percentage from the field. Like, I guess is that, 
is that at least some solace from a personal perspective to know that like you were playing really good basketball at the end of the season and, and hopefully that's what you know teams and gms all got to see uh yeah i think it's, i think any good game you have in the g league is uh is can definitely like another ticket in your hat mm-hmm. uh, uh so those two games definitely go a long way and try to help me out and get seen because the whole nba seen it so uh so it definitely it gives me a better chance, a better opportunity to uh, to let my game speak for itself, and just show and just show scouts and things different things that they probably didn't see or didn't know from games before. I think that maybe there's some perception that like for people that don't really watch G League games that that you guys are all just like trying to audition for the NBA, which you know is somewhat true, right? You all want to get to the next level, but you guys care a lot about winning these games, and it, and it means something, and and you could tell watching the way you guys played in the playoffs like it you know you guys were in there to like bust people's asses and and, and try to take you know take home a trophy oh yeah for sure uh that, I mean, that's the that's that's still the main reason why uh well at least i know i played the game uh to play the game to win uh that, that's the only way you can play it the right way you can't go out there even the g league uh, i know you're trying to impress everybody but you can't go out there worried about individual stats so when you do that that's when things start going bad, start looking bad, start making plays, making the wrong plays. So it's all about winning. And I also think, I don't think, uh, this is me personally, a person thought, I don't think NBA teams will go look at a losing team before they look at a winning team. I think they want to know why is this team winning, who's helping this team win, what pieces, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of how I think about it a little bit. That's a great perspective. I think that makes a ton of sense here too. I guess, obviously team success is, important like we just talked about but from a personal standpoint like how how did you feel about your play this year that what's your evaluation of, of jordan goodwin season i guess oh uh, i didn't know uh i didn't know what to expect at first so just uh just the work that put in before the season the training camp with the win and also the, the training camp with the capital city go-go with the capital city go-go uh helped me out a lot too as well so just those those periods of time to work out uh definitely paid a big way into the season i think i did a lot of things i think one one thing that i'm probably proud of the most is just being able to make the right play from uh transition from college to the nba so i had a lot of turnovers in college and kind of cut those down uh i cut those down in the nba so that's one big thing i was pretty uh, happy about uh just from just from just making improvements from what everybody's trying to make improvements on also shot the ball better uh from the free throw line and also the three Mm-hmm. So that uh, that kind of made me feel better too. Uh, just understand that the work is still like it's still working. Just got to keep improving day by day a little bit, and then we'll finally get to where we want to get to. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I, I think the first like couple of games out of the season, every time you guys played, I was tweeting Jordan Goodwin with like the flamethrower gif because you were just like scorching people for the first couple games, especially. Like, did, did the team need that? Like somebody to come out and kind of set the tone and show like, Hey, we're here to bring it. And capital city is like, you know, a, a team to be reckoned with. Like, was that part of the mindset or just, it kind of worked out that way for you? Uh, it just worked out that way. Uh, just like I said, I got to give my teammates credit too. We played so unselfish as a team. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was earlier on in the season, uh, like those first six games, I was just rolling. 
uh, I was hot and the team kept coming to me. Uh, kept giving me great looks. Uh, Mike, uh, Mike was running plays and coming off pin downs, uh, making it easy for me to score and make plays for my teammates. So uh, I get those, I get those guys a lot of credit because they definitely always uh, feeding me when I was hot. I think that's from an outsider perspective here. The thing I, I think that you as a prospect or you know a potential NBA player, like the thing that. I think an NBA team would really get from having you on the roster is that versatility. You can initiate the offense. You can be an off ball scorer. You can, you can shoot it. You can attack the hoop. You can rebound. You can set other people up. You defend. Is that something you pride yourself on is being able to impact the game in kind of a lot of different ways? Yeah, that's what, uh, I mean, that's me. Uh, that's, that's exactly who I am. I feel like I'm a guy out there that, that can impact the game in multiple ways. Uh, not just scoring the ball, uh, and I really take pride in my defense. That's one thing. Uh, also, last year, I felt like that I took to another level. It's being able to lock up guys and uh, take and guard at a very high level, start picking up full court uh, toward midway of the, uh, the season. Once the, uh, my body started kicking, getting kicked in, used to travel and everything, I started back picking full court up, uh, just trying to make plays. So that's definitely, what I, that's definitely what I pride myself on, making plays on both sides of the ball. Is that just... You said the defense got better as the season went on. Is, is that effort? Is that watching more film and understanding what teams are trying to do and run? A little bit of both? Like, I guess, give, give us a little bit more insight into, like, how you ramp up your defense. For me, it's personal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, like I said, I take pride in my defense. and That's what I do. So, uh, so yeah, it's personal. I watch a lot of film with my coaches, too, on uh, on just how to be. Because at first, when I first got here, I had a, I was gambling a lot, like mm-hmm. trying to go for steals and all that. So, once I turned that down and actually just start playing straight up defense and locking guys up. I started getting more steals and things like that. So, but for me, it's just personal. Just, uh, and uh, it's also effort just going out there, wanting to guard somebody, wanting to shut this person down. Let me go out here and make it hard for them. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's mostly, it's personal. I like going out there guarding the best player on the other team. I like hearing that as a fan too. Uh, is the way like the schemes work defensively for the go-go similar to what they're trying to implement for the wizards. Like, are, is there a kind of overlap there that, that you're aware of? Well, we, we, we run the same thing. So that's mm-hmm. why, like I said, we're in a great situation. Mm-hmm. So whenever we do get called up or somewhere like that, we can, we get thrown to an offense. That's exactly the same as what we do every single day. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so it's like, everything's like getting right past down on us. So everything's the same almost. The main reason I asked too, is because just because, like perimeter defense has not been the strong suit for the Wizards the last couple of years. And, and there are kind of some guard openings, it looks like, on the roster next season. If your defense is able to translate from the G League to the NBA, like that's a that'd be a huge boost for the Wizards team. And, and it also creates like an opening for you and like a role you yes. can come in and fill right away. Is that something you kind of think about? Yeah, yes, most definitely. Just uh, playing defense. Uh, I think the only difference between uh, us and the Wizards was they didn't have they didn't pick up full court like we did. Mm-hmm. We had a couple of guys that uh, like especially me, but just picked the ball up full court just to wear on guys and slow them down. That's probably the only difference. But no, like yeah, you hit or Dale Lauren, That's definitely a uh, that's definitely a plus for me. Just being able to guard the ball. Just you know, I don't like I, I think it'll translate over. So just being able to guard the ball at a uh, at a high level would definitely help me out a lot. You've seen a, a good amount of it in the NBA playoffs where guys have started to pick up full court. And a lot of times it's like the first guard off the bench or something. And, and for you as a younger guy, an athletic guy, maybe has a little more energy to, to do that too. Like I mean, that might be a nice wrinkle for Wizards fans to see from the team next year too, is if they're willing to incorporate something like that, you could be the guy, you know, the guy go out there and, and be a menace. Yeah. Yeah. 
you talked about the shooting a little bit. That's something we had talked about in the off season. Like I said, you, you were really shooting it, uh, you know, early on in the year. And I, I think it looked like at the end of the year, you felt good too. Is, is that just like getting your legs under you, rest, recovery, figuring out defenses, all of the above, like walk us through like the, the shooting uh, arc of the season, I guess. Oh, man, just having confidence. The whole season, my confidence was there over my shot. Uh, like, I don't know, I shoot the ball, shoot the ball every day. Uh, I go into the gym, I make 10 threes in a row, five threes in a row. So I know, like, I can shoot the ball. So when it comes to the game, it's just going up there and just letting it go. And I think in college, I kind of thought about it a little bit too much in college, where it, at the pro, it's like, when I mean, you already here. You can't, in the G League especially, like, you really can't make no mistakes. Everything you do, everything you do good is a plus. So just having that confidence and just shooting the ball and just seeing one go in, like the rim just started getting big for me. So and when I started missing shots, I just I just kept shooting. Usually I'd start going to the basket, but I'm wide open. So these are shots I got to take. So I, I think maybe anybody that just looks at your percentage on a box score and doesn't watch you play may not say like, you know, you're the most knockdown shooter. But I, I do think like context matters, too. And, and you're the guy that had the ball in their hands a lot of the year. And like, you're the guy that got stuck with the grenades a good amount of time, you know, at the end of shot clocks and things like that. So for anybody that hasn't seen you as a shooter, like, I guess kind of walk us through like what you could do in an NBA role. Could, can you be a catch and shoot guy off ball? Like how, how do you see that translating? I guess. My corners are, I can shoot the ball at a high clip in the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I shoot the ball at a high clip in the corner. But I can definitely be a three and D type of guy in the NBA. Uh, they just want to stick me into the corner, but, I do so much. Uh, I'm able to, I feel like I can initiate the offense as well. Uh, not be a scorer, just get guys, get guys in the right position and play through and play through the stars and just get those guys the ball and things like that. I feel like I can do that at a, uh, at a good level, uh, especially down the years. So I keep getting better at it, but that's one thing I kind of focus on as myself too. It's one of the things Larry always talked about on the, on the show a lot when we would talk about his shooting too, is just, it just takes a lot of reps too. And like that line, it, it is a different line and it takes some getting used to, and you just, your body's not, you don't have the muscle memory from that distance, I think is probably an important thing for people to remember. Like that will just get better with more reps. Yeah, that's, that's all it is. More reps. Uh, like I'm, I'm shooting the ball good right now. Uh, so like every day, that's one thing I focus on. Let's keep on shooting the ball. Uh, that's what everybody can keep on wanting to see. So let's go ahead and swipe that off the list so we can see what they got to say next about me. So that's the main thing. I love it. Is that maybe the main skill you want to keep refining this offseason? If you had to prioritize like one thing, what's the 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 main thing you're you're gonna try to get better at for next year? Uh yeah, it'd probably be um yeah, I'll say shooting, but i I feel like I'm not that I'm 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 right there. I'm there. I feel like like with my confidence and how how good I'm shooting the ball, uh and having a year under my belt, uh I'm 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 definitely I'm definitely ready to shoot the ball. I'm definitely I, yeah, my confidence is here. I'm ready to shoot. So I don't have any like worries about that no more, honestly. So I'll say my main thing is probably just getting my body uh, to that NBA level as far as like just strength and uh, just getting a little faster uh, and a little more athletic, like jumping ability and things like that to keep up with a lot of those guys. I alluded to this a little bit, like the grind of a G League season. Like you guys do not have the same cushy travel that the, uh, that the NBA teams do, and you did play more games this year than you played in a college season. Can you talk a little bit about just like, I don't know, guys getting tired and, and recovery and, and things like that, like what that looks like for you all? It's tough. It's definitely tough. Uh, but like I said, 
earlier, you know, GoGo is, you know, like I said, a great position because we got everything in that facility that we need to take care of our bodies. And we have, uh, we take trainers on the road with us. So we're fortunate for that. And they get us a lot of things on the road as well to take care of our bodies. But it's tough. Traveling is tough. You're on commercial flights, uh, six o'clock in the morning, flights taking off. So you got to be up by 430. And sometimes you might have a game at seven o'clock, but in the G League, nobody cares. Nobody cares how you get to the game. Nobody cares what day you got to the game. If you had it, if you had two games before back to back, now you got to travel for another game. Nobody cares. So, because everybody got to do it. So, it's all about just being tough, grinding it out, and really just can't think about it. You're going to be hurting, but you just got to, you got to find some side to push through. No eight hour bus rides to games or anything like that, though, right? So, we had to drop, like, so we bus one time. Uh, it was terrible outside. And our flight got canceled. We was about to just sit around because it was like six hours from the crib. Mm. So we had got a bus and just bus back for six hours. So that's the only time we took the bus. That's pretty rough. What, what's your off season look like? Uh, any any big plans? Like, are you training in St. Louis for most of the summer? What's what's the game plan? Yeah, I'll be in uh, I'll be in St. Louis a lot this summer. Uh, this is where I'm at uh, currently right now, working out with my trainer, uh, Pee Wee Leonard. Then I'll be down there in, in Dallas and also uh, a little bit in North Carolina is working out as well. So I'll be everywhere a little bit. Is this 100% sure how this works for you all too? If there are already, I don't want you to have to talk about what your agent's talking about, the teams with or whatever, but are you staying in communication with the Wizards over the summer or the Go-Go? Can you reach out to them as a resource to, to talk about or work on different things? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh I know for sure that me and uh, the Wizards in GoGo, I can uh, I can probably call anybody on the staff and they'll probably answer the phone and talk to me if I need help or anything like that. Just that's just the type of people that they are. So just giving them credit for just being good people. But yeah, I'm staying in contact with with everybody. With Amber, she and mother, uh, the GoGo, she called me like two days ago, just checked in on me, just seeing how how I was outside of basketball. So uh, just checking in on me, seeing how I was. So that's uh, for anybody again not familiar. Amber does like a really great job in my opinion and i don't know if she gets sort of the recognition or, or credit for that yet can you talk a little bit about her role in things oh yeah well she put the team together uh she put the team together uh from day one she told us her expectations she laid the foundation she told us her rules her dudes her what 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 she wanted what she thought about everybody and one thing i say about amber she keeps it real with you and that's what, and I feel like that's probably the biggest thing in this business, uh, in this game, is having somebody that's going to tell you when you're doing things right and when you're doing things wrong. And that's one thing I can say Amber did. She did that to everybody on the team. She let nobody not go out there and not play to their full potential. Or she are just going to hear about it. So That's awesome. Did you take at least a few days off after the season? Like I said, you played more games this year. You played a ton of minutes for this team, especially down the stretch. Like, did you at least go on a vacation or something good? Uh, I just took I think took three, two and a half weeks off. Okay. So I really didn't, I didn't go anywhere, man. I was in DC, like, so DC was pretty much vacation for me, being out there in that city, enjoying that life. So like, I just went back home and just chilled with the fam. Me and the dad just went fishing a couple of days ago. Yeah, so just chilling like that. Uh, my brother had a baby, a niece, probably she's like one years old. So just having a chance to see her day to day. So it's just, just having time with the family is beautiful. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, during the season, did you get much chance to explore DC or was that really that kind of like after the season was the first opportunity to really get out and, and kind of see some stuff? No, you get the, uh, like during the season, like you have days, like pretty much we practice kind of early. So we probably get done practicing. I like get one at one o'clock. 
So, well, those days, you got all day to go do something. Uh, one thing about D.C. I like is the food. Uh, a lot of good places to eat in D.C. Any favorites for, for folks that you'd recommend? Uh, I don't know if I want to tell them. They might, they might be taking all my food. <laughs> They're going to show, spot show up your spot. There. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, but no, it's a little barbecue place called the Smoked Pig, man. I don't know okay. what's so different about it, but I like it. I don't know what it is. Okay. I'm going to add that to my list then. Um, yeah, Smoked Pig. You mentioned some, having some downtime. Any uh, any shows you were binging this year that, that kind of ate up a lot of the, the free time for you? Uh, so when I was with the 10 day with the Wizards, I was, the new season of you had came on. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. When I tell you, I watched that season probably like in those 10 days I was with the Wizards, I probably watched like three. That's in all. three days, I probably watched the whole season. That's probably the only TV show I binged like that this year. Okay. was that one uh, that's a good call um best advice you got from a vet this season or that you would then give to a like next year's scrapper rookies it, it got to be a vet or could it be uh, anybody anybody it could be anyone anyone that gave you like one you know particularly really good piece of advice that you stuck to all right so uh things like before like a few days before our first game mm-hmm. tommy shepherd comes in with the to the G League, to the G League locker room. And he's talking, just, you know what I'm saying, just saying, saying thank you, things mm-hmm. like that, my good season. And then he says one thing that kind of just like thought about it for the rest of the year. He said, be where your feet are. Mm-hmm. And and I thought about that for a minute. And then it, it hit me like later on that day, like you really can't worry about getting to the NBA because you're not in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. So you got to take advantage of this G League. You got to find ways to eat in this G League so you can get to where you want to go. And that's just one thing that still stay with me right now. Just be where my feet are. So I'm not going to get worried about getting that getting that contract or whatever right now. I'm just going to just be the person I am right now and try to be the best person at whatever it is, wherever I'm at, at that time, at that place, at that time right there. That's what I'm trying to be. Yeah, That's the biggest thing that stuck out. That's a great one. Um, I think that applies to anybody probably in any walk of life too, not just basketball. So I think that's a, that's a really good pearl of wisdom there. Um, just, just one of your younger teammates, I think people would like to hear a little bit more about it, if you don't mind. Can you tell us a little bit about Isaiah Todd, what he, what it, you know, what he's like, how, how, you know, is he a worker? Like, what, as a younger draft pick, Wizards fans didn't get to see as much of him this year. So I, anything you'd be willing to share, I think, would be appreciated. Okay. Well, I think it's always good to know that, uh, that Isaiah's a good person. Uh, forget basketball, just off mm-hmm. the court. Uh, I think that, 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 speaks for, that speaks for a lot when you can tell somebody that he's a good person. Mm-hmm. So uh, just start by saying that uh, Zay Taj is a good person. As far as work ethic, man, he understands what he got to work on. And he was in the gym almost every night around like 7 o'clock at night. Uh, that's like after working out in the morning and doing his work, taking care of his body and things like that. So mm-hmm. he's definitely working. He knows where he got to get to. He's working. He watches a lot of film. He understands like his work ethic. Like if he keep doing the things he's doing now, because we already told him in the locker room, he got the, he got the, the most potential in the world, six, almost six, nine, shoot it, athletic, put in the ground. So like once he like figure all this thing out and the work starts showing, he's going to be special. We've been telling that all year. He's going to be special because he showed a glimpse of it this year. Uh, he won a lot of games for us. Uh, being our NBA assignment, cost a lot of attention, knocked a lot of threes down, cost records in the paint. So like, he showed a glimpse of what he can do. So once he like get that, everything figured out, which he's going to do because his work ethic is going to allow him to do that but he's going to be pretty good. That's what I try to tell folks that didn't get to see him much and maybe just looked at the, at the stat sheet. Like you would watch certain games and 
he would do stuff that there are just very few people in the world in that the world can do. Can do. Yeah. yeah, in the world can do. Yeah, very cool. Uh, maybe one other one too. How about Kyrie Walker? Kyrie Walker, uh, like I said again, good dude, great dude. Plays hard. Uh, first first year, uh, didn't go to college. This is first year. Same thing with Jose Todd. Didn't go to college, so. Mm-hmm. Not having that like that college foundation, you kind of want to know like how guys going to act, how they're going to, you know what I'm saying. So, but I think Kyrie handled everything well. Um, especially, I, this is my first like this is my first time knowing Kyrie like personally. Like, I, of course, I heard of him, mm-hmm. but like I didn't know the type of person that he was, like who he was, like to, air, to around people around like around the world. Like this dude's famous, so just sure. just seeing how he's like handling it in the G League and still having and still having to go out there and like compete, and I, I, I got a lot of respect for him after that. Uh, this year, but far as basketball play, he's a winner. Make plays, athletic, shoot the ball, go to the rim, strong. So he's doing pretty good too. I think this is one of the things that Tommy Shepard has tried to like prioritize with the Wizards is just not only just getting back, you know, good basketball players, but getting good dudes. And, and you just mentioned that uh, about you know your teammates there, <laughs> and obviously you're a good dude too, which is why we love having you come back and update us and stuff. So thanks again for doing that. But I, I think that's been like a noticeable trend with the go go too for people that don't get to hear from you guys as much. Like it, it seems like a really good fun group. Did, did that just kind of make this year easier to kind of ease into pro basketball? If you have like likable guys around you. Yeah. This year was, this year was easy. Uh, it was easy as far as like getting along with guys. I mean, like each other, like we still the season been over for like a, a month now. We still texting the group chat every day. Like we awesome. still got practice or something tomorrow. So yeah, that, that, that made it easier. Having, just saying, we had a whole group, a whole good group from A to Z, like everybody from coaches, from players, trainers, everybody down the line. Everybody was cool with each other. Like nobody bumped heads. Everybody understood what we had to do. So at that point, we all like each other. So we just got to worry about winning games. So it kind of just made it easier for us. You got different guys getting different opportunities to pick music at the locker room and things like that. Who's got the best music taste on the team? Oh, okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with my boy Cassius Winston. He, he pretty much has the ox all the time. So we'll give it to Cassius. We'll give it to Cash. I'm gonna have to say uh, he doesn't. He doesn't hoop, but he's he's one. He's on the staff. Rob Dozier. He might be second. Okay. He might be second when it comes to the music. I like it. Shout out to Rob. Um, <laughs> all right. And this is kind of a random one here. Uh, just came out that new uh, Washington Commanders quarterback Sam Howell. Has never eaten a steak or tried a hamburger in his life, despite not being a vegetarian. Any weird food quirks or anything, uh, Jordan, or for you, or for you, or any of your teammates? Uh, that would be kind of funny for folks. Um, well, for me, I only, only vegetable I eat is broccoli. Okay, that's yeah. Like I hate lettuce and all the other stuff. So like, only I like vegetable it. I like is broccoli. So I'm trying to like, no, trying to add some more vegetables in, but that's kind of hard. That's probably only the weird food thing I have for me. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, um, I don't think anybody else is eating weird. Okay, that's fair. That that's good. That's a good thing. It makes it easier to go out, you know, for dinner with teammates on the road if they don't have any uh, weird stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, what's what's the goal for next year, and and where will we see Jordan Goodwin? You know, five years down the road. Uh, well, five years down the road, I can see. Uh, well, lucky you'll see me in the NBA, being a being a guy that's on the court. Uh, not necessarily a starter, but being somebody that's going to come in probably as a, a valuable role player and affect the game. Uh, I can also see myself being a backup point guard in this league uh, just for right now in the position that I'm in. Uh, and then after that, probably 
after the fires or things like that, become a starting point guard. But right now, just trying to focus on myself and just be uh, just trying to get that backup guard role down pat, come in and impact the game. So that's probably what you will see me in five years, be really good known role player in the NBA. Uh, immediate goals for next season, is it? Is it make an NBA roster? Is it more G League? Are you considering overseas? Like, what's the what's the thinking? Uh, the goal is definitely make NBA roster. And other than that, the goal is just like I said, just get better every day. And every day is another opportunity to get better. So that's pretty much the goal. Great mindset. Uh, anything you have going on off the court that you want to plug or tell people about or or shout out? Uh, in a few, like probably like next week, maybe. Uh, we post my videos on my Instagram while we going fishing. I'm a big fisher, oh, so cool. I'm actually little fishing videos going up in China. You know, that's 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 my that's my biggest hobby outside of basketball is to go fishing. So I'm gonna have a lot of videos up with that going on pretty soon. That's cool. It's a nice, relaxing change of pace. I'm sure. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yep. All right. For any uh, fishing fans listening to this, check Jordan out. And when you uh, when you post about it and stuff, I'll, I'll retweet for for all the listeners here too, so they can check it out. All right. Cool. Jordan, thank you, man. You're always really uh, generous with your time. I appreciate it. I really enjoyed watching you play the season. I'm rooting for you. Uh, obviously, I hope you make it wherever. Selfishly, I do hope it's in a Wizards uh, uniform or jersey in the future. But either way, best of luck. And uh, you know, please keep checking in with us. Oh, no, for sure. I appreciate you too. How good was that? I mean, like I said, Jordan actually has a future as a, as a broadcaster, podcaster, commentator, analyst, whatever he wants to do really good insightful guy and uh you know I, I always appreciate people that that are you know making time out of their schedule to to come on the show here too and i know he's busy so uh it, it was um it's not always easy to schedule and set these things up but but jordan's one of those people that you know makes himself available for these things and um it, it's been really easy so it's um, a luxury for us to be able to have uh, someone like that come on and, and give us some insight that you know you can't get everywhere else so uh, if you like those kinds of things, you want to hear more interviews like that, let me know. I can try to broker more stuff with with the GoGo and get that going as well. It's always rate, review, subscribe. And uh, we are presented by betonline.ag, and we'll check you next time. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.